You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This is episode, I don't know when Chester posts these, I did a million and they're, they're all banged, like this could be episode 12, it could be episode 17, I'm not even sure, but we have a returning champion, it's Cleveland Browns fan, Ranan. Ranan, how you doing? Alright, I'm good, thanks for introing me so quickly, I was listening to your uh, Jets podcast yesterday, it took, you about, it took you guys about 10 minutes to actually get to your guests, so I wasn't ready for that quick intro, oh, but hey, I'm Jets good. podcast was a disaster. It. No, it was great, it was, what are you talking about? It was about? such a mess. You got people. No, I just mean the beginning. Like a guy wasn't there. We some people were like people were literally coming, going in the middle of yeah. the live podcast. Well, well, that's the only one I've listened All to. Right. But I did want to give it a quick listen yesterday just to be somewhat prepared for what was going to come my way. I, by the way, it's a good. That's like another. I was just saying before we went on the podcast that like if someone has an AOL email address, it's such a great tell to like warning to the rest of the world that you're at least technologically a complete idiot uh-huh. and. Uh, like, you know, don't get involved with me, like, professionally or anything like that. But um, I- I'd say the opposite is, like, someone who is going on a podcast and they, like, listen to one beforehand. That's like, hey, I, I am a well-prepared person. It's probably yeah, yeah. Like, the my Jets, job in real life. Jets play the Browns like, this year I in suffered, prime time. I suffered through 40 minutes of of your dumb podcast just to, like, be prepared <laughs> for your questions. Well, um, yeah. Even though that was, like, a not, not a typical one. Cause we I can't say I was paying people. attention all the time, but... Before. I did pick up Jets. The no, J- well, somehow the Jets and Browns now. have a primetime game. Can you name all the Jets starting quarterbacks that Chester made us name? Oh, that was ridiculous. I'm trying to think. What was the what was the biggest surprise that I heard from that list that I never would have thought of? Uh, did, I feel like did somebody Neil all the guys O'Donnell. from the '60s? Neil O'Donnell. Yeah. Oh, well, Neil O'Donnell was a big deal because after the '94 Super Bowl, the Jets signed him to a big contract, mm-hmm. and he was there in '95. And the Jets they gave him 25 million dollars, and the Jets thought they'd be really good. Obviously, they went three and 13, and then got worse the next year. Speaking of teams that would wish they go three and 13, I got so many takes. I think this is other than my own team, the team I have the most takes on. Let me hear. Partially because we're very we're very partial to the Hard Knocks stuff. Obviously, you've been watching Hard Knocks, right? Hard Knocks is terrific. We probably yeah, should. It's have been taped, great. Yeah, we probably should have uh, taped this podcast after tonight's episode. I've got. I'm hearing true. Good point. I mean, I think we've got. Yeah. Well, they might be withholding a, a Des Bryant signing for the for the Hard Knocks uh, ten o'clock TV hour. So we'll see if that actually gets announced uh, between ten and eleven tonight. I I I can't imagine that's true. No, I can't. Either. Des Bryant's so bad at this point. I'll take Des Bryant. This um, but but I, I have learned a lot of things from Hard Knocks. Uh, Hugh Jackson, one, like, needs a stylist. He's, like, the worst dressed person on earth. Um, two, like, no one has and any was, respect for him. He was really... It's amazing. 
he was really underdressed when he uh, he jumped into that lake. Also, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, he was showing a little bit too much. Yeah, I didn't notice. Um, <laughs> I, this it's Game of Thrones esque. Also, you have two coordinators literally like plotting coups against him, like on screen. <laughs> yeah, especially I don't know Todd which Haley. Like Greg Williams knows he can never be he can never be a head coach. Like Williams is a powerful defensive coordinator but he can never be a head coach because of what happened like he's absolutely unhirable obviously as a, as a head coach and he's happy to be a defensive coordinator Haley thinks he's going to be a coach again it's a complete lunatic and it's like openly disdainful of Hugh Jackson it's nuts yeah I don't see how that relationship is going to work and I don't know if, if Hugh hired him or if that came from from above yeah I mean, it's clear that Darcy Darcy is, is is in charge. I'd say he's mildly impressive. I wasn't impressed with how they handled the Callaway stuff. Uh, I, no. I understand, like, it's hard to cut a fourth-round pick. But, uh, like, you know, you have problems, and you have, like, not one person on earth believed this story. Well, they seem to have believed it. They seem to have believed it. You know, they they clearly had his back from the get-go, yeah. and they let him play and prove it. They had his back. Himself, I don't so. know if that means they believe this story. But, yeah, I... Uh, you know they trade Coleman, so they're expecting big things from him, and and you know I don't know who the other backups are are going to be. Maybe Rashad Higgins. I, I to me, you almost understand why the Browns are so bad just seeing like two hours of them. That being said, um, yeah. Well, did you see the news on ESPN.com this morning? Did you see the article that uh, Vegas is being flooded with uh, bets on the yes. Browns to win the Super Bowl at sixty to one odds? It's crazy. So it's, it's crazy. Sixty to one is is not high enough. Hey, you know it's it's their over under on wins was five and a half, and that got bet up to six. Um, so people yeah. are I was I confused, t- bearish and bullish. I think bullish is good, right? People are pretty bullish on the Browns this year. Yeah, bullish is good. Bearish is, yeah. is hey. Bad. Well, when, well, think about it. The Bulls used to be good. The Bears are bad. That's oh, a great way to that's think a good. That's a great way to remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. a better way. I do love Cowboys punishment, greatest punishment in the history of sports. Has to play every single snap of the preseason. That I mean, that is great, and he scored a he scored a touchdown, I think, in the third or fourth quarter. So uh, really, really, you know. Yeah, now they're now they're should, like way too high on him. Yeah, no pun intended. He scored a touchdown he against should, uh, like against undrafted free agents, basically. I know. I mean, he should lend out his car more often. You now get more playing time. Devon Kajust, great tight end, or maybe the greatest tight end in NFL history? I'll put him at great tight end. Maybe Njoku's the greatest, and I'll put Kajust right after him. Yeah, Njoku does look like a man amongst boys when he's playing. He, he, do, he, do, you know, he, he dropped a lot of passes last year, and we'll yeah. see if that's an issue again this year. Um, yeah, but he looks I mean, he looks great. Look, the, there's a lot to be. Look, last year on this podcast, I came, I came on and said the Browns were going to go 6-10, and 10, and we were going to have a big parade. So what do I know? Mm-hmm. Um, but... I they they look good on paper and on TV. They look good. That their their opening drive last week against the Bills. I mean, they just Carlos Hyde just ran all over the Bills. So they look great. Taylor's look decent. They've got a decent receiving core as long as they can stay out of jail. I don't know. I think there's a lot to be optimistic about. Yeah, Jarvis Landry. I mean, no no players made for Hard Knocks highlights more than him because he's he's he was born to just catch balls in practice with with cameras watching that's his dream yeah doesn't even need to play games as well and yeah, how, about, uh, how about that uh finance lesson from uh carl nasset yeah no you, now i understand i understand like how interest works <laughs> now yeah totally i mean I, I learned more from that five minutes of hard knocks than i did i think in uh, college finance class of, uh, for sure econ at yu yeah absolutely totally so, oh yeah no I mean, definitely there wasn't as much swearing <laughs> wasn't as much wasn't as much cursing uh that's when i was true. an undergrad but all right, let's talk about See, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. 
Yeah, Hard right. Knocks has been wonderful. Highly recommend. We haven't even touched upon the goat Brogan Roback yet, but yeah. I wanted to talk about a different <laughs> bro- quarterback. Yeah, yeah, Broback Mountain. Yeah, um, yeah, he's great. He's, big... he's got to be involved in the team in some way. Some way, Bell Waterboy, uh, director of morale, yeah. uh, dean. Of but the one thing I will say, and then we can we can we can depart from Hard Knocks. But the one thing yeah. I will say is that the way that they start, the narrative that they used to start the series with the LeBron banner coming down. Um, was perfect in my opinion. Yeah, it, Cleveland. And you're a Cavs Always fan. was. Well, Cleveland always was a football town. It was always a football first town, and then the Browns left in '95, and the Indians were were on top of baseball, and it became a baseball town. Um, and then LeBron showed up, and then LeBron was drafted, and it's you know now it's you know LeBron's gone. I don't think anybody really has any hard feelings about it. It's a different discussion. Um, but you know, it's time for Cleveland to transition away from it being a LeBron town because it never was a Cavs town. Mm-hmm. Um, but when LeBron was there, obviously, you know, Masai's there, you know, you, you gotta, you know, he's gotta be your number one. Um, I think, I think that was the right, that was the right narrative. And I think that now it's time for Cleveland to transition back to being a football city. And I think we're ready for the Browns to, um, take back its place, you know, atop the city's hierarchy of sports teams. Um, so there's definitely a void and I think the Browns can fill it. Uh, maybe not this year, but I think this year's a first step in a in a long term process. So with that, so I think Hard Knocks set that up really, really well, and I think the the city is really um, is really going to get behind this team. And with that being said, uh, yeah, Baker Mayfield. All right. So to me, I think you have to start in Week One. It makes no sense to me. Uh, like I don't know if what you nah. promised Tyrod, but he's he's ready. He's really good. Like the Jets are going to start a player who's looked inferior to him, and I don't think anyone's going to have a problem with it. He needs to play week one like he's not going to learn anything on the sidelines he's not he's too good he's not going to get benched he's a really good player uh it, it, i love tyrod taylor we're, we, we were tyrod guys for a long time on this podcast but uh but at this point well hugh you know hugh hugh jackson knows a little bit about developing quarterbacks mm-hmm. um so he, he, he knows what he's doing when he's you know not going well we'll see we'll see if baker plays or not obviously the plan is to not have baker play um, but you know, if Tyrod Taylor, Taylor struggles, and Baker will be in there before you know it. Yeah, but what um, if he plays well? But, you cannot but, play Baker Mayfield his rookie year. That's insane. Well, if you set the expectation that you're not going to play him and you're winning, I don't think anybody will have a problem with it, apart from maybe Baker Mayfield. Well, what if you're not winning? Um, but 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 Tyler, oh, Tyrod Taylor if plays you're not well. Winning, look, if you're not winning, then look, we have the same issue with um, uh, with Derek Anderson. All of a sudden, he wasn't winning, and we threw in. Um, Man, that's, that's when Manziel came in. Um, and that ended up being a huge mistake. Uh, so I think that this town has been burned. Mm-hmm. Um, and the team has learned its lesson from trying to throw in QBs um, before they were ready. Not to say Mayfield's not ready. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the same thing happened with Brady Quinn. And clearly Deshaun Kaiser wasn't ready. Um, well, I don't so think Kaiser was ready like is... in this lifetime. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as long as the team is competitive. I don't think you're going to be hearing that much clamoring for Baker Mayfield. If the team's losing and Taylor stinks, then obviously, yeah, Baker's going to need to start. Um, but I think everyone's okay with the expectation that he's going to learn on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to go through every rookie Browns quarterback that we've had, and I can't think of a single scenario where we've actually had the discipline to let them wait. And every time it hasn't worked out. Tim Couch didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Quinn uh, Manziel. I feel like there's another rookie that I'm leaving out. Kaiser, obviously. I don't know. St- that's a that's a death sentence. To I haven't a, seen a, su- studies on on what works 
and what doesn't. But listen, like Peyton Manning played from day one. Tom Brady obviously didn't. Aaron Rodgers obviously yeah. didn't. Like it's, it works for certain guys, doesn't work for other guys. Uh, by the way, Ch- the Chester wrote in with a comment. Out. It was nice of him to show up. He wrote in with a comment about the quarterbacks. Let's say it now. Tyra Taylor, Chester says, was an above average starter every year in Buffalo. Since they rejoined the NFL, the Browns have had an average NFL QB exactly one time. Do you want to guess who it was? The average NFL QB we've had since who? One one season. It's in the, in the new Browns era since they came back as, as a, I don't want to say expansion team, but since they came back from their yachts. Oh, I don't know. Jeff Garcia? Uh, it's it's uh, he's about to come up, but no, Derek Anderson for one year. It's what well, I was looking for a season, yeah, not a career. Year. So, so Derek oh, Anderson's okay. miracle, two thousand seven. The Browns still managed to miss the playoffs that year. They were ten and six. The only other time the Browns yeah, were know, part do you, of it, you remember why we, you know why we missed the playoffs that that year, and I'm still not over it. Well, tell me why we were ten and six. We were ten and six. And the nine and seven Titans mm-hmm. played the thirteen and three Colts. Yes, in week seventeen, and the Colts started Jim Sorgi. In Indianapolis and gave the game to the Titans. The Titans yeah. finished ten. Colts threw Colts threw a wrench into a lot of Week 17s when they were good. Let me tell you, they did that every year. Yeah, they, and they, they, we never, we never, we never got too. past that. Listen, they got punished. Ones on Braylon Edwards to handle. They got punished because they, they were fourteen and zero, and and listen, his history was not kind ultimately to the Colts throwing late ga- late games, late season games because good. they should have gone sixteen zero that year. They would matter. Nobody cares about the whole Colts era anymore. They won one Super Bowl. Congratulations, Manning won as many when he was a gimp on the on the Broncos as he did on the on the Colts. They history will not be kind to Caldwell throwing uh, that game against the Jets. Listen, it was great for me. It was it was one of the great like days of my life. Titans. No, I'm talking about yeah, the I'm I talking can... about the undefeated season oh, when they, when they were 14 and 0 oh, and the yeah. Jets were seven and seven. They were killing the Jets. <laughs> they they benched Manning at halftime. And and the Jets came back and won the game, won their last game, made the playoffs, made the AFC, won two games in the playoffs, won the AFC, made the AFC championship game, and came relatively close to uh, beating the Colts in the uh, in the AFC championship game. They led them at halftime. All right. So Chester says the only other yeah. time the Browns have required a veteran QB in whom they could have any had any hope whatsoever is 2004. They got Jeff Garcia. You just mentioned Chester's long been a Jeff Garcia stand. Garcia didn't make the NFL till he was 29 year old rookie, but he immediately became an elite QB for five years in San Francisco. After his age 33 season, the Niners let him go. And by the way, the result was a disastrous two and 14 season in San Francisco behind Tim Rattay and the used Ken Dorsey. Garcia joined the Browns, and despite always being at least 10% better than average in each of his five seasons in San Francisco, he immediately became a bottom five QB in Cleveland. So, does so, Tyrod Taylor require that Cleveland stink the way Garcia did? Garcia, by the way, have it, well, ended up having successful stints late into his 30s in Philly and Tampa. On a separate note, Chester asks, we're almost done here, sorry. On a separate note, why, TF, I, I, I guess that's a curse word, I don't know, are the Browns starting another QB when they just spent the overall number one pick on a QB? Also, which coordinator comes off worse in Hard Knocks, Haley, or Williams? Yeah, so Renan, that's a lot to unpack. What do you got to say? That's a lot to unpack. Wait, is he listening in real time, or was that like a prepackaged? No, question? no, no. He emailed me an hour ago with 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 the questions. Oh, for got you. it, got it, got it. Because I'm still I'm still waiting for the Alex Chester uh, YouTube reaction footage to the Minneapolis miracle. Well, we had it. Maybe Listen, if you were a diehard listener of this I podcast, think... we we recorded an episode like 30 seconds after the, after the the game. Oh, I want real time, you know, those. those well, well, here's the thing. Uh, his wife was recording him, I think, without him knowing. <laughs> and she left the house. That's illegal. I stuff. mean, we went through this whole thing. She left. She was not at home when the digs play happens. So there's no footage of him going crazy. There really could have been. He had already resigned himself to losing. He was hysterical crying in front of the TV. <laughs> I mean, I would give like 
anything to to have seen like the well, I, I, I don't want to see the digs play. I want to see like the five minutes for uh, the digs play when like he lost his will to live. Yeah, but we will unfortunately never see it. This is why you well, should look, always videotape yourself watching. Yeah, absolutely. Look, the, the Cleveland stink yeah. is a real problem, and in a way, I would mm-hmm. much rather have that Cleveland stink on Tyrod Taylor than Baker Mayfield. So let's throw out Tyrod Taylor with this team that maybe is decent, but maybe is garbage, and see how it works. And I think once the team gets to a point where they're operating as a you know as a as a professional franchise, which for the past few years we have not been, then let's throw Baker Mayfield in. But why would you throw Baker Mayfield in now when you when you, to run an zero sixteen team? I I don't like that. I mean, you just I said they have a, talent. Well, you know what? They, let's let's find out. Let's find out if they do have talent. Then I think okay. then I think it's fine. We can throw in Baker Mayfield. But at this point, I like going out there with Tyrod and you know and seeing what we get. And Tyrod's under a one year deal. Like this isn't a long term thing or anything. It's just one season. I no one's a, you know no one's expecting that we that that we um, that we make the playoffs or anything this year. I don't think that's a real ex- realistic expectation. So let you know let, let's let mm-hmm. this team you know bring itself back to professional status with Tyrod Taylor and. You know, and and worst comes to worst, Baker Mayfield's going to be our quarterback next year. I don't, I don't think that's terrible. Tyrod is clearly one and done. And look, it's football. Uh, like the quarterbacks are going to get hurt. Okay, who leads the team in rushing this year? Hyde, Johnson, or Chubb? Yeah, Carlos Hyde looked really, really good in the last exhibition game. Um, I think they're going to lean on him, so he's going to have every opportunity to be the leader in rushing yards. I think Duke's going to be getting a lot of catches out of the backfield. I'm not counting. I'm not counting those mm-hmm. in, in rushing yards. Um, He's got to stay healthy, Hyde, also. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is age 28 see, season. Yeah. I mean, his peers are, like, retiring also. Yeah, I mean, so, all right. I mean, you have to almost caveat everything with assuming they stay healthy or assuming the team stays healthy. But, yeah, assuming mm-hmm. he stays healthy, then I think he'll get the bulk of the carries um, over Chubb. Chubb had one game where he looked okay, one game so far where he hasn't looked great. Um, so, I know I don't I, I don't expect great things from Hyde, and, you know, they'll probably, you know, have a, you know, have a three-man backfield. Um, committee, as they call it. Um, yeah. No. By the way, this is yeah. a this is a pretty good. Like, if Hyde Listen, is still a league average runner, Duke Johnson is obviously a sensational pass catcher for running back, and Chubb might be really good. So, uh, you know, they, they could actually be a really solid trio of running backs. A running back is definitely a definitely a strong definitely uh, position absolutely. area. Jarvis Landry, thousand yards receiving this year. Yeah, because I've, I, you know, I, I'm not convinced that Gordon's going to be there all the time. And mm-hmm. um, I, I'm not convinced Callow's going to be there all the time. So I don't know who else there is. Who else are they throwing to? They traded Coleman. Yeah. Um, I think I, I think Des Bryant's going to end up on this. It's team. true. Their their ceiling with Gordon Landry and Callaway is like unguardable. Their but basement, if like Gordon's not playing and Callaway's suspended, is is like you know dumpster fire. But right. So the difference That's between fine. the ceiling and the floor is so vast, right? So Your vast, ceiling can so be incredible, vast, yeah. but like the floor is like these guys are out of the league. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, not surprising to a team that's one in thirty-one. Like they actually have some good players, especially since they had money spent. Like, there's not a lot of depth on this team. Let's just say. Um. Yeah. On the defense. There's a little bit of depth, but the offense outside the running back position. The well, there's depth at QB, right? There's depth at quarterback, uh, wide receiver. Mm-hmm. There's clearly not. Um, the offensive line is decent. There's decent depth at offensive line. Um, which sounds. I think the pass good. rush. Uh, Miles Garrett looks good. People he's aren't gra- too oh, psyched about the other players. Gra- Miles, Miles the Garrett players. is the real deal. Miles Garrett looks great. Is there anybody besides Garrett who who uh, you think could be a force uh, in the front seven? Uh, they've, well, they've got this guy Larry Uganjobi. If I pronounce his name right, he's de- uh, Emmanuel yeah. Ogba. These guys I haven't seen him yet on these HBO. guys. Uh, 
You know, we haven't seen the running backs. I want to see Hyde, Chubb, and, and Johnson get a segment. Well, we did see Chubb. We did see the running backs. We saw Chubb at the airport. Yes, we did. I've also correct, but we haven't. You know, seen I've also Hyder stood Johnson at that baggage claim and been completely ignored, so I can I can relate to what that was like for, for Nick Chubb. Yeah, I um, even though nobody's ever looked at me and said, "Hey, yes. you, you play you play football," um, that's never happened. But um, yeah, uh, yeah. So I don't know. You guys ripped me up and down last year when I talked up Jamie Collins, so I'm not going to do that again. Um, but they uh, Michael Kendricks. For, His contract yeah. is insane. Michael Kendricks but he's from the okay Eagles. Player. He might be an okay player. Joe Schobert middle linebacker and Christian Kirksey. Yeah. These guys are decent. Yeah, you know, there and is then some if you look at the cornerbacks, they drafted Denzel Ward. They've got Peppers back there. Demarius yeah. Randall. Peppers is, I mean, you just, you, you went right over that. Peppers is a bad player. Like Peppers is objectively, I hope super, I don't think super fan Robbie's been around recently, but like, I hope he's listening. Cause Julius Pepper, like Jabril Peppers, excuse me. The, like, <laughs> does Michigan only send bad players to the NFL? What's going on here? Jabril Preppers is, is he's going to be out of the league next Well, you're not going to get so me to, to say anything like, good about Michigan here, but, um, you know, I don't know. I know, yeah. but Jabril Peppers, is he, he stinks. I'm sorry. Well, well. You know, here's the thing. It, it, the NBA used to be like this, too. Now it's sort of positionless and, and, and a, a, like, amorphous. But, like, in the NFL, it's not like that. You need to be able to play a position. Like, Jabril Peppers is a great athlete who's, like, ostensibly – good at football but he's not a linebacker and he's not a safety so what is he he's not yeah i guess he's a punt returner well they didn't play that's been my segment ranting about jabril Peppers. yeah well you know a lot of people seem to think that, the, that yeah, but you're right ej Gaines is right? good tj carries ej Gaines got a little like, peppers yeah. thinks so the safeties might be bad but the corners yeah, so are they bad. have a little bit of they got a little bit of depth there in the you should sign a loca maybe this is the right team for georgia Loka. oh i know i don't i maybe they should well look i think they're definitely going to sign somebody what about eric reed what, how are you guys with like people who don't stand for the anthem? Will will you, the owner sign them or not? I don't. I don't. I don't think we care. I don't know. I think Reed would start on this team for sure. I, mean, I don't. The anthem. That's a whole other thing. I mean, I never even turn on the game until after. No, I don't want to talk about that. I just want to know. I don't, if you, I don't think anybody. I, you I know just, what? Uh, Wait a second. We're a city that cheered for Albert Bell. No, I don't want to hear your anthem. Rant. An, I actually don't want to hear anthem. it. It's no, 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 not no, an anthem. No. Rant. I'm saying it. is that like you know if you can if, if you can <laughs> yeah. if you can tackle if you can hit a 90 mile per hour fastball, um, well uh-huh. we, we don't care what you're doing off the field. Whether it's no, I agree. I agree. That's it fine. Could be, that's it fine. could unfortunately it could be way worse than kneeling. And uh, Albert Bell's case in point. Okay, I've got a question for you, Run On. Shoot. We have a listener named Sam. He's from New Zealand. He wants to start following football. He needs to pick a team. He's never watched football before, but for some reason he listens to this podcast. So I ask every listener to pitch themselves. I think I forgot to do this for the Jets, actually, and a couple teams that I recorded that day. Um, I, you need to pitch uh, Sam from New Zealand on becoming a Cleveland, Cleveland Browns fan, or alternatively, you can uh, try and convince him not to, I guess. I would say that a Browns Super Bowl win will mean more to its fans than any other team winning a Super Bowl for their fans. This mm-hmm. team has, I don't know if, well, they haven't won a Super Bowl since 64. And I don't even think that was a Super Bowl. I think it was a championship. Um, so I think yeah, you have a real. Not a Super Bowl. So the, it will um, get supporting this team and getting behind this team. Um, when they finally do win, it will mean more to us than probably than a Super Bowl win um, would mean to any other mm-hmm. fan. And I'll say just making the playoffs. Um, will probably mean more. I mean, look at what it was like when the Buffalo Bills made the playoffs last year. I mean, people, you know, people crying in the streets um, mm-hmm. just to make the playoffs. Um, that's what it'll be like when the Browns finally win again. Um, I think that'll be fun to be a part of. Um, you saw what it was like when the Cavs won. Um, that was pretty sweet. So, 
Now, that would be my pitch. Um, if That's I, a good pitch. Honestly, it's not bad. Yeah, so it means more to us. If I uh, want to play devil's advocate and say don't be Browns fan, our uniforms are absolutely horrendous, and just looking at this, those uniforms for 16 games um, is yeah. not good for your eyes. So I know that we are counting down the years. and There's some sort of rule where we can't change the uniforms um, until like we've had them in, in play for five years or something. So. Yeah, I think that the the, the jersey companies are, are but the the, the jerseys strict. are just the orange numbers are horrendous, um, and um, by far the worst NFL jerseys in the league, um, and you don't want to be part of that. So, mm-hmm. all right, let's pop open the schedule for a second. I don't want to go game by game, but I do want to ask you sort of where you, where you see the team uh, finishing and which games you think are winnable. So. Yeah. If you if you have a schedule open, so I, I mean they yeah, start with Pittsburgh it. and they go to New Orleans. Okay, so are, are either of those winnable? Yeah, the game against Pittsburgh is winnable, and I think we'll win that game. I think Pittsburgh is traditionally out. Man, off. Sam Sam from New Zealand that could really sell him if you guys beat Pittsburgh. I mean, I'm not remember that. Fir- you remember the Browns' first game back, uh, like the in '99. Um, I don't. Drew Carey like was was all over the field. Yeah, and then and then they lost. I think I think it was 43 to nothing. Maybe this will be the exact opposite of that. Like maybe you guys like smoke the Steelers and and it's like now it's the Browns division, baby. Well, there was the you know what? there the was an opening game at Pittsburgh where the Browns won fifty two to three in the early nineties. So it wouldn't be the first time. Mm-hmm. I just don't think. Yes. I just don't think Pittsburgh gets ready to play football until the first game of the season, and I think that we might be able to use that to our advantage. You know, be- do you think they're going to beat the Jets week three yes. on a short week? Yes, and I couldn't tell oh, from the podcast yesterday whether you guys were counting that as a win for the Jets or not. Um, but mm-hmm. I think I heard... I'm sure the fans are always optimistic. Obviously, they were... they were. The game was against the Browns. They were considering it a win. I, but I think Jets... No, I think that's no the offense. one <laughs> That's the one primetime game in I, But, le- yeah. yeah Listen, both teams are excited to see the that's other a, team. That's a sh- look, Thursday night NFL is a you think You could go, go to Oakland and win? You know what? I was sitting here looking at this game. This, is, this game is the difference between starting the season 4-1... And starting the season two and two or two and three. Oh my goodness! Okay, look at this guy with his optimism. Yeah, but no, I don't. So okay. I have us at. I that's why I, I have us at six. Ravens at home. Can you beat the Ravens at home? We'll beat the Ravens at home. Can you beat the Chargers at home? We'll beat the Chargers at home. Can you win in Tampa Bay? Wow, look at that! Three games in a row. Tampa Bay's. We should run on. Do you have this team winning ten games? No, I've got them winning six games. So I think what I have. Right. So I it's, think it's, I have it's the end of the year start. sort of slide. So once you look, once you get yeah. past this Buccaneers, this that Buccaneers game, the rest of the schedule is difficult. I think maybe you get one win against the Bengals at home, and that's it. So we can, look. I don't think it's crazy to say the Browns can beat the Buccaneers, the Chargers, and the Jets. And I don't think it's crazy to say that we can beat each of mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Cincinnati once, and we play them twice. So that, there's yeah. your six wins. I'd love to say we can win at Oakland and go seven and nine, but I, I don't see that happening. Um, so I think there are a lot. There's a lot of opportunity for the Browns to start well, um, and you know the media is going to get behind this team starting well, and everyone's going to love that story going from 0 and 16 to 3 and 2, 4 and 1, 5 and 1, whatever. Um, but looking at the schedule, the bottom will fall out very, very quickly. Um, but that goes back to you know if Tyrod Taylor starts well and we're winning. I don't think there's going to be anybody pushing for for Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. All right, Renan, I think this is one of the most interesting teams in the league. I think, uh, especially if Mayfield's playing, every game is a must-watch. Uh, you know, people are invested in a lot of guys on the team because they're on a show that's exciting. Uh, and I, I do root for only the best for the Cleveland Browns. So let's see what happens this year. 
And who knows, maybe we'll be talking to you come playoff time. That sounds great. I really appreciate your blessings and good tidings. And uh, let's hope for some uh, more good episodes of Hard Knocks, if not anything else. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that we can definitely plan on. Yeah, send my regards to Chester. Sorry, uh, sorry he couldn't join. Yeah, I, if I ever speak uh, to him again, I'll tell him you say hi. I don't yeah. know where he is, but if uh, <laughs> his wife ever, his wife ever doesn't let him does another podcast, I've been carrying this thing on my back for for weeks at this point. It's what is he like following around the Minnesota Twins? No, no, he's over the Twins this year. He he's like on vacation in Florida. His wife said no more podcasts, or we're getting divorced. Which, like, she should have run by me. I would have just said let's do thirty five podcasts. Um, wow. Okay. What a tough life. All right. Renan, All right. thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good day, everybody. We'll see, we'll see you tomorrow. It is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.